0: Thanks for listening to Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFO. Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm ready. Fuck. We rehearsed this. I'm ready. Who are you? I'm ready. I'm Joel. You're ready, you're Joel. I'm, that's ready. Ready, I'm Joel.
1: ready, Joel. Ready, Joel. Oh, we're back. just
0: Joel. With another episode. Uh, I don't know what episode this is, but it doesn't matter who gives a shit. <laughs> Season two.
1: That's, that's the energy we
0: need. <laughs> yes, it is. Bringing it off the top. So, hey, we hey. are going to get right into the story. We have... Two stories. Oh, wow. Tonight. I'd so, like you to get your hand out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to jump right into the first I know what numbers one. are. Well. Two. I can't be sure. Yeah. So, I'll test you. Okay, I guess so. That. All right, I've been licking my chops for these. So, the first one we're going to talk about is a unsolved mystery, and it is fucking strange. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about a young man named Bryce Laspisa Laspisa I don't know how something uh, he was the only child of Michael and Karen and he'd been born and raised in Illinois not long after he graduated from high school in 2012 oh the family moved across the country Recent. to California okay California for that internet <laughs> for that internet yeah uh, Bryce he wanted want bitcoin he adjusted pretty well here in California. He was extremely charismatic. Uh, he was friendly, had an open demeanor that instantly put people at ease. He made a number of friends during his freshman year at Sierra College, and had also started dating another student. What are they this, called? The Sierra Mist? Like, they better be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know how Get you can that make sponsorship that sponsorship money? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. He started
0: dating another student. Her name was Kim Sly. Uh, At the end of the school year, he returned to his parents' home in Laguna Neguel, about 465 miles south of the college. Uh, He was close with with his parents and seemed happy to be home with them. He spent part of the summer taking an English English class at a local college, uh, which gave him a jump start on earning credits that he would need to get his degree. The fall semester started on August 26, 2013, Uh, He attended a speech class and a web design class that day uh, and then called his mother that night to tell her how much he liked them. He's a good boy. He liked the classes. He's a good boy. He called his mom. Yeah. Mommy, I like these classes. Yeah. We did web things and speech. (laughs) Like, I look like a little five year old. (laughs) We did speech. We Uh, took a nap.
1: We uh, got milk.
0: Jacob had milk and I didn't have milk, but it was mine was chocolate and his, and he drank his before mine. Mom. Uh, And as far as Karen was concerned, the conversation had been perfectly normal. Uh, Bryce, you know, calling her or no, he likes. To- <laughs> oh, well, I just
1: hear, just see her like <laughs> hanging up and just like saying to herself, "Well, that was a perfectly normal was-
0: conversation."
1: <laughs> Michael, Michael, I just talked to Bryce. <laughs> Everything's normal. Mark another one down <laughs> for normal.
0: He had milk. Jacob had milk too, <laughs> but Jacob was chocolate. Hold <laughs> uh, oh, that Bryce. So Bryce was upbeat and excited about the new semester. Didn't seem like there was anything uh, going on. Any concerns she should have, you know, everything yeah. seemed like she said. Perfectly normal conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> uh, those who saw Bryce on a daily basis, however, had been worried about him. He hadn't been acting like himself since his return. Here's the thing, too. Like, uh-huh. you tell your mom what she wants to hear
1: sometimes. Yeah. I yeah mean, you don't want to worry
0: your mom. Right. You're not going to call Sometimes her. you're
1: such a good boy. Yeah. So Like, you just, you know, you just, I get that, you know? You get that. How you doing? I'm fine, Mom. <laughs> I'm fine, ma. <laughs> oh, but yeah, okay. So I mean I get that.
0: So people that but the people in his life say differently. Yeah. All right. So continue. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you know, when he's talking to her, <clears throat> maybe he's just happy. Like he likes talking to her and he's yeah. happy he's gonna talk to her. Yeah. So he's really not thinking about all the shit. Uh He'd never been a bad kid, like we said. Good boy, good boy. He's a good boy. I can tell. He was just. I can a- spot him. <laughs> he was a typical teenager. Uh, his parents knew that he drank alcohol, and they pr- and they knew that he had probably tried marijuana a few times. Good boys like that fun. Yeah, they didn't uh, support. Wait, wait. Are the good
1: boys that crazy? group of people the Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, no, good. We, the boys okay so good good boys yeah. we gotta get that like patented or something we don't want like a group of fucking yeah we don't shit want sticks it. to come and be like we're the good boys we're the good boys yeah we don't want that okay so okay i'm we'll sorry work on that yeah after we'll start uh yeah.
0: let's finish this first we have to figure out what kind of what dumb shit like let's <laughs> just let's so they wear uh like they wear a lot of yellow uh-huh Like stuff, and they always have, like, black jackets, and, like, you know, they look like cosplayers uh, that think they're cool. And then you got the bungalow boys, bugaloo boys. So there's a lot of of boys in there. They wear Hawaiian shirts. Okay, yeah, I've seen those guys. So we need to start the good boys, and they wear Zubaz uh, and fanny packs, and...
1: I mean, just because that's what I wore over here.
0: <laughs> no, but that's I... That's why we coming, coming up with this. I like that we could just go ahead and do the Zubaz thing. And I
1: kind of have a wrestling shirt on, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, you look like you're showing up for training. Yeah, I am. So, anyways.
1: All right, so that's the, that's the... <laughs> that's,
0: that's the good boy look. <laughs> so they didn't... Uh, his parents didn't support or endorse, uh, you know, drinking yeah, and doing drugs. Just be safe. But they knew that most teenagers had done this at some point. Uh, and... They trusted him, so uh, if they're cool, they have. <laughs> but after he had teenagers, just, once he returned to college, though he started drinking uh, a ton of hard liquor on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, he had never done this before, and his friends were uh, confused and concerned about it. He shrugged it off, though. Didn't it wasn't say there was anything wrong. Play is uh, gonna play. That's right. That's probably what he said. On Tuesday, his behavior seemed to get even odder. Uh Kim knew that he'd been drinking rather heavily lately, but this seemed to be more than just alcohol. She was concerned and asked him what was wrong, uh, but he insisted that everything was fine. When she continued to ask him, uh impress him about this, he finally admitted that along with the drinking, he'd been taking uh the drug Vivance. Which I don't know if you've ever taken Vivance.
1: I've heard of it, but no, I've never I
0: it, am. I'm a good boy.
1: Yeah. So it, I'm a
0: really good boy. I don't I don't you know, I take ibuprofen. You will begin uh, your thoughts are just a mile fucking second. You just talk all the time. You come up with like real, I- real big ideas. Uh, I wonder if that would have the opposite effect on me then, because that kind of sounds like me. Just, I mean, that's what it does to me. Yeah, but like not in the no, because I know what you're, I know the way you're thinking. Yeah, like because that's, uh, yeah, that's got the same thing. But this is like sped up by a thousand. Ooh, I and, don't want that. Yeah, I mean, you feel pretty awesome the first. Like I can't take it more than like. If I was going to take it, like, twice a week, maybe. Yeah. Because if I take it, like, day back to back, I feel sick as shit the second day. Because okay. you don't sleep. Uh, this is what Bryce has been doing.
1: He's probably yeah. acting like this. If he's taking a lot of it, uh, should have fucked and you up.
0: Someone else were on our way to a uh, wrestling show once. And I took I had taken a vivance uh-huh. They had taken uh, something that would make you sleep. Like a pain pill. like so it. Vicodin. Sure. Vicodin. And then we had a buddy in the back that didn't take anything, and he said the whole fucking way, like, I won't shut up, and I'm talking, like, so (laughs) fucking fast. Tim can barely get words out. He's just slurring (laughs) everything. Your friend? Oh, yeah, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, Tim, yeah. He would tell this story, too. And, like, the dude in the back said that it was like watching two people... Like, he's like, you guys thought you were having a conversation with each other <laughs> the entire time. And he's like, neither one of you were talking about anything the other was talking about. But it did. Like, I thought we were having, like, this real, yeah. yeah. So it's a fun thing to do, I guess. Uh, if you want to get some shit clean, take a 5 answer. If you need to clean a house or something like that, yeah, do that. Uh, I'm worried now.
1: This, you're, you're really into
0: this. I mean, I just... I was like, what's that like? And you're like, man, I've been waiting to talk about this. Yes, I have. So, Your uh, check should be in the mail from Viabans any here, day. It says here the effect it has on a person is similar to that of meth. All right. So... Uh, now bad, you know. I
1: can tell you, you know, I
0: could get behind. No, I'm just. <laughs> now there's math. Right.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with trying it. You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, don't keep doing but it, it. There's has, something wrong with that. It has
0: fucking wrecked <laughs> our whole area. Yeah. Uh, so fuck that. Uh, it. Vyvanse has become a popular recreational drug. But right, if someone can make campuses. money off of it, like the pharmaceutical companies,
1: right? And, they will. Yeah. Heck yeah. So Bryce is on Vyvanse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had uh used it as an energy boost to like. You know, stay awake for yeah, a Yeah, study, long probably, drink, uh, drink. Him more. and his buddies had stayed up all night playing video games and drinking. Uh, so they were taking Vivant so they wouldn't fall asleep and they could just keep play- gaming. Yeah. Uh, so Kim was like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this isn't like you. WTF, yeah. Bryce. You need to, uh, you know, calm your ass down. Yeah. So he, he grew frustrated with Kim, uh, finally sent her a text message. Later, saying that she would just be better off without him. Ooh, the text message breakup. Yeah, so Kim got confused, uh, kind of asked like, "So, are you breaking up with me here?" And he said that he was. So around eleven o'clock that night, Bryce called his mother from uh, Kim's apartment. So I'm kind of unclear. Like, is he in the same apartment with her? Yeah, and he's texting her. Like, you're better off. What? So yeah, uh, he's on a shitter. Oh, so never mind. My my question is just explained here. Okay. So uh, Bryce decided to visit Kim. So uh, even though he hadn't changed his mind about breaking up with her and he still refused to give any reasons for a sudden decision, he did want to come over. He just seemed like he showed up out of the blue just wanted to hang out with her. Yeah. Um, Kim was worried about his behavior and took his keys from him and begged him to just go lay down somewhere and try to get some sleep before he went home. Uh, Bryce kept saying he wanted to leave, demanded his keys back. And when she refused to give him back, uh, he called his mom. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call my mom! Yeah, so he starts telling his mom, Kim won't give me the keys back. She won't let me go home. Uh, so he ins- he insists that his mom talk to Kim and get his keys back for him. So uh, after speaking with his mom, Kim finally gave Bryce's keys back. Ugh. And about 1130 that night, he leaves the apartment. Uh, the following morning, Bryce's parents got an automated message from their insurance con- uh, company confirming that there had been roadside assistance request placed for one of their vehicles. Uh, so they try to call Bryce to see what happened, um, thinking he had some car trouble on the way home from the apartment. Uh, so they call over the uh, his uh, dorm room or where you know I don't know if he lives where yeah. he lives there, and uh, his, his roommate answered and said that he hadn't came home the, the night before. Hmm. So then Karen, uh, his mom, tries to call his cell phone. He doesn't answer. Uh, they start looking online to see where the auto shop was that he would used. Uh, they learned that he had called roadside assistance around 9 a.m. that morning from a small town called Button Buttonwillow, uh, which was about 350 miles south of Kim's apartment. Holy cow. So he traveled. So like in nine hours, he went three, 350 miles. Yeah. Uh, so it was clear that he had driven nonstop throughout the night to get there. Uh, they kept trying to call him, uh, repeated calls went unanswered. So his phone was either off or he was just ignoring his parents. Yeah. Um, so the dad calls the repair shop that Bryce had used for roadside assistance. Uh, a dude named Christian, he's an employee there. He answers the call and he tells Bryce, his parents that, uh, Bryce had gotten to, the Button Willow rest area before running out of gas. And he calls roadside assistance, and this Christian guy takes three gallons of gas to him around 930 that morning. Um, so he learns Christian's that, a good boy. Well, so, dude, Christian goes above and beyond. Yeah? Like, this, like, this was crazy to me. Uh, as strange as this whole thing is, I'm just like, Christian, you're, you're an awesome dude. Like, uh, so when he finds out that uh, Bryce's mom has not been able to get a hold of him, He offers, hey, I'll drive back over to the rest area, see if Bryce is there. You know, let me go check, see what's going on. Uh, He didn't expect to see Bryce there, of course, but he gets there. uh, It's been three hours since Bryce had roadside assistance. So, you know, he's like, well, he got the gas, he's gone. He's surprised that when he pulls into the rest area, there Bryce is sitting on his car, uh, sitting in his car in the exact spot that he'd been that morning. Three Three hours hours later. Yeah. Uh, Bryce was kind of surprised to see Christian. um, (laughs) Yeah. And he was even more surprised when Christian handed him his own cell phone and told him, hey, your mom wants to talk to you. So, you know, he has mom on the phone and he's like, yeah. he found your shithead son. I shouldn't say he's a shithead There's, <laughs> something, there's something going on with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Karen's relieved to hear Bryce's voice. Uh, she's fucking confused, though, so, yeah. as you would be at this point. Uh, when she asks him what he's doing, he doesn't give her an answer. Um, he really didn't give any information. Uh, he, but he was very clear. Like his voice was very clear. He didn't seem intoxicated whatsoever. Uh, didn't seem like anything was going on. He was just, you know, yeah, I'm just here. Like everything's good. No. Uh, so he's only about three hours away from his parents' house. So, uh, yeah. So Karen uh, decided that you know she'll ask him questions later, but all she she just wants him to get home. Yeah. So, all he needed to do is. get it that far. Just drive yeah. the
1: rest of the way here.
0: So all he had to do was get back on Interstate Five, and he'd be there in about three hours. So she reminds him, you know, hey, fill up your gas tank, uh, and we'll see you about three o'clock. So Bryce is like, yep, see you then. So three thirty, Bryce isn't there. Oh, and the parents get worried. So they have once again no luck whatsoever. calling him Bryce. Uh, they try to start thinking like you know he's maybe just stuck in traffic somewhere. Uh, Maybe there was just a simple like uh, stop. To the wreck. Fall asleep. I mean, if he's been or driving he all over, night. <clears throat> fall, over, fall asleep. Um, they kind of get worried that he might have been in a car accident though. Accident though, so they call the police and report him missing. Uh, the first thing the police do is call Brian or Bryce's uh, cell phone provider and have them ping his phone,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: they get his location. Um, once they did, didn't take long to find him. Almost ten hours after he had made the call to roadside assistance. He was still in Buttonwillow. So he was still at the rest area? Still, like, still in that same area. Yeah. He just didn't leave. Ten hours later, he's been there. Uh, so they learn his location. Two deputies uh, dis- are dispatched to go check on him. Um, he had filled up his gas tank like his mother asked him to because, you know. Good boy. Good boy. Good uh, boy. But rather than thinking back on Interstate 5, he just kind of parked near it. Um, he's... Didn't seem to be surprised to see the deputies. Um, he was very polite, very cooperative, uh, and told them that he was just blowing off some steam before he continued the drive home. Uh, so they, they have him get out of the car and perform some uh, field sobriety tests. He passes them no problem.
1: What the hell?
0: He tells them, uh, hey, go ahead and search my car. I don't have anything in there. I don't have any drugs, no alcohol, no weapons. Uh, so he's not a minor, you know. He's yeah. a college kid. Uh, he hadn't done anything wrong. He's just taking his time. So the police have no reason to, you know. Yeah, they're just like, he's All not right. missing. He's right yeah. there. So they're like, go go see your mom. Uh, <laughs> you they even be say boy? before they let him go, they ask him, hey, you know, hey, call your mom. Like, yeah, you call her and let her know that you're fine. So uh, Bryce kind of didn't want to, though. The police noticed that he just kind of was reluctant to do so. Um, and finally, one of the officers takes Bryce's phone, calls his mom calls Bryce's mom uh, and says, hey, we have Bryce here. He passed the field sobriety test. Everything's fine. He was just blowing off steam. Yeah. Uh, They said, you know, they spoke with him a little bit. Uh, He's going to get himself something to eat. He's going to be back on the road. So uh, deputies leave. You know, they think everything's cool here. So despite Bryce assuring his mother that he was going to be on his way, uh, a few hours later, Christian happens to be driving back by that spot. There's Bryce, still. What the? Uh, uh, so, so Christian, Christian calls Karen to tell her, hey, like, Bryce, Bryce is still, still fucking sitting, sitting here. What's going up? on? Um, and he tells the mom, hey, I'm going to go talk to him, get him to get back on the interstate, and I'm going to follow him to make sure he gets on the interstate. <laughs> so like this Christian guy yeah. like, you know. I'll drive three hours south. <laughs> yeah, could completely just wash his hands of this whole thing. Um, so Bryce... Finally, starts to kind of you can tell that he's realizing fuck, people are just going to keep bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he buys, uh, he goes into a nearby gas station to get something to drink and he tells Christian, Hey, I'm gonna head home. Like, I'm going. Uh, so finally, more than 13 hours after arriving in Button, Button Willow, uh, Bryce leaves and gets on Interstate 5. Christian follows him for about 10 miles on the interstate, uh, doesn't observe anything unusual. He calls Karen to let her know, "Hey, Bryce is on Interstate Five, yeah. heading your way." So this Christian guy, like again, cannot say enough. If Bryce is a good boy, <laughs> Christian's good boy. Christian's goodest boy. Yeah, he's better. Uh, so around one fifty a.m., Bryce uh, gets a hold of his mom and says, "Hey, uh, there's a brief detour on this interstate. He's not exactly sure where he's at, but he's using his GPS and it says he should be home." About 325, so uh, about an hour and a half. Um, Bryce calls his parents again. So at t-
1: Christian must have turned off after like, yeah. watching him. He, well, he but- said he went about 10 miles. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, so Bryce calls his parents again at 209 a.m., uh, so only you know what a little under 20 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, says, hey, I'm just too damn tired right now. I'm going to pull off the side of the road, uh, take a nap. So, I don't like this. Uh, he doesn't sleep well. Um, or they, his parents don't sleep well. no. But they get a couple hours rest. Uh, then around 8 a.m. that morning, they hear the doorbell ring. Uh, they open the front door expecting to see Bryce, but there stands a California Hi- Highway Patrol officer. Uh, they would found Bryce's car. It was wrecked and abandoned, oh. and on a paved uh, access road leading to the Castaic, Castaic Lake main boat ramp, it went down. It had went down a 25 foot embankment before smashing onto the road below.
1: Uh,
0: all of his belongings still in the car, but no sign of him. Um, so this town is right off the interstate, local Interstate 5, about 90 miles north of Laguna Niguel. Uh, cars traveling on only interstate, can exit onto Lake Hughes Road, which leads up the hill to the lake. Uh, every car traveling up this hill has to pass by a surveillance camera that takes a photograph of each car's license plate. At 2.15 a.m., just a few minutes after he told his mother that he was too tired to continue driving, Bryce drives past his camera. Then at 4.29 a.m., he passes by the same camera a second time. Uh, since there's no cameras tracking cars. Over an hour later? Yeah. And it wasn't even, so, like, the cameras don't catch you coming off the hill. They Uh, only have you going up. So, at some point, he drives down. And comes back up. back up. Um, so the exact, then, uh, so then he doesn't come back down, though. Like, that's. Yeah. So, the exact time the accident is unknown, but the wrecked car was discovered less than an hour after Bryce's car was seen heading up the hill a second time. Uh, there were no witnesses to the crash, it appeared. Uh, so police started piecing together what had happened on their own. They checked the evidence. They look at the scene. Um, they realized this wasn't an accident. Uh, this was done on purpose. So it looks like he was somebody was in complete control of the car. Uh, and the entire time it's going down this like hill, whoever this is has their foot on the gas pedal. Uh, investigators determined that Bryce must have driven up the hill. Uh, Then entered the access area where there's a cell phone tower. Um, They are able to follow us tire tracks past the tower, which was located at the top of a steep embankment and then down the embankment itself. Uh, The car continued to accelerate till it smashed into the access road below. When police arrived, they found the car lying on its side, uh, pretty banged up, but still intact. And the car, one of the car's rear windows had been smashed out from the inside and police believe Bryce had smashed the window in order to free himself from the wreckage.
1: Yeah. Probably would have messed up the frame so much. The doors weren't yeah, The door, but... yeah. Uh,
0: most of his belongings, including his cell phone and his laptop, were found inside the car. He had a duffel bag that was still found inside the car. It was on the ground outside the car. It had uh, his clothes and his wallet in it. Um, the bag had been unzipped. Like, somebody, looks like somebody had been rummaging through it. Uh-huh. But nothing, there was, like, still his wallet, you know. Oh, huh. Shit. Uh, the crash had clearly, clearly been violent, uh, and Bryce had probably been dazed by the impact with the ground, but investigators don't believe he was seriously injured. They only found a few small drops of blood in the front seat of the car. Uh, none near the broken window, though, where he used to get out of the car. Yeah. No blood found on the road outside the car, and no uh, drag marks or anything like that to seem like Bryce had been like unable to like, walk. He was dragging his yeah. leg behind him. Um, It appeared that he had been able to walk away from the crash relatively uninjured. scot Free! Uh, A massive search of the area took place the same day Bryce's car had been found. Dozens of deputies uh, searched the area and the lake. Uh, Helicopters did aerial searches. Um, The area, the terrain was rugged, so it was kind of a, you know, didn't make for an easy search. Um, The Sierra Clarita Valley search and rescue team arrived on Saturday to assist. They spent 10 hours combing through the area, but no Bryce. So his his parents used social media uh, to spread the word that their son's missing. Uh, tons of people from online. Um, they knew Bryce. He was nice. He's, you know, he's an easygoing kid. Um, he had like a, there's a the picture of him. He looks like just your all-American kid. Like, he's got a big goofy fucking smile, like, you know. Midwest. Yeah. Um, noise. So a bunch of people start contacting his parents, asking what they can do to help. Uh, so pri- posters are printed up and distributed out. Uh, a team of search dogs are brought in from out of state. Uh, Kim drives down uh, with a pair of Bryce's sneakers and socks, so the dogs would have something to get a scent. Yeah. Um, some of the search dogs tracked Bryce's scent near Government Cove, so divers go into that area and start looking. Uh... They worked their way deeper into water, and they're unable to find anything indicating that he'd ever been in the lake. So, while search and rescue teams are scouring for any sign of Bryce, detectives begin interviewing some of his friends and family. Uh, once they determined that Bryce had purposely sped down the embankment and crashed into the road below, they had to start considering the possibility of sui- like yeah. suicide. His parents were adamant that he would never do that. You know, He would never take his own life, but his friends at college weren't so sure about that. Uh, so, detectives interviewed those who had spent time with Bryce in the days leading up to his disappearance. Uh, they learned that uh, of all of his friends at college, Sean and Kim were the two who had known him the best. Uh, and they both expressed concerns about his behavior before he went missing. They told detectives that Bryce had begun drinking heavily when he returned to school that semester. Uh, he had paired, he had switched to hard liquor over beer. Um, he would drink, like, several bottles in a weekend. Ooh. Um, they didn't think he was an alcoholic though. I made that switch, but I don't go bottles <laughs> on weekends. Bothered. Uh, it, they, like I said, they didn't think he was an alcoholic cause it really wasn't like a thing before this. It just seemed like he had some shit going on in his life at this yeah. time. Um, so Kim tells the uh, investigators that, you know, she'd been extremely worried about him when she found out that he was taking, uh, the Vyvanse and drinking. Uh, she said that his entire personality seemed to change once he had combined those two things. Uh, she said, that, you know, that's the reason why she took his car keys that, that night, that Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, yeah, It wasn't anything to do with, you know, her breaking up with him. Like it wasn't anything like that. She just thought you shouldn't be driving. Um, so Sean had been worried about, he was one of Bryce's best friends. He was worried about Bryce. <clears throat> um, he said that in addition to the drinking and the vivants. um, Sh- Bryce had done some other weird things, like he had just started randomly giving away his possessions. Uh, he gave Sean his Xbox console and some of the games, as well as a pair, as well as a pair of diamond earrings that had been a gift from his mother. Uh, Sean was really uneasy about it. Tried to refuse him, but Bryce wouldn't take no for an answer. Um, so this kind of you know raises the red flags. Suicide yeah. even more. Yeah. Um, so if Bryce had been suicidal. Uh, this, the drop, you know, the going off the road like that was looked like it might have just been a failed suicide attempt. Um, so you go somewhere, and well, they think it was possible that you know he's when he hits the bottom like that, he's kind of shocked that he's basically fine. Um, but you know, he just kind of explains why once he gets out of the car, he doesn't take any of a shit with him. Yeah, um, they thought maybe he had left his car after he wrecked it and just walked down to the lake to drown himself. Um, but like I said, divers had been in the lake all day. They didn't find any signs of that whatsoever. You would uh, think the body would float. Yeah, well, so eventually they just called the search off, um, for the or if the
1: spare tire was in the car? Well, if he tied his spare tire to his feet, uh, the tire would probably float too, though. The tire's not going to sink.
0: If it has a rim on it. Yeah, if it has the rim on it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe? But um, like well, they, they, called, they called off the search in the lake, um, So, while some of them believe that he may have been suicidal, uh, the fact that they couldn't find his body made them consider all other possible scenarios. Uh, They thought maybe he had just walked away from life. Like, he just, you know, just left. Uh, His parents, of course, couldn't believe that, though. Um, They brought bloodhounds in to try to track his scent. uh, And the dogs were able to pick his scent up and track it as he moved away from the crash site. Uh they followed the scent trail down to a dam on the lake, uh then continued down the roadway on top of the dam. Once the they crossed over the road, the dogs went south to a spillway on the western side of the lake before finally heading towards a truck stop. Uh investigators think that maybe after crashing his car, he made his way through the park and ended up at the nearby truck stop and possibly hitched him. Oh ride. yeah. Um they couldn't really think of any logical reason for him to do it though. He wasn't in any kind of legal trouble. He was a really good student. That was doing great at school. Uh, he didn't have any problems at home. He seemed to have a very close relationship with his parents. Um so he had a pretty big support, you know, support system in place. They think that, you know, just be, um they think that maybe you know he did go to the truck stop and went off with someone. It may not necessarily mean that he was trying to leave his life or anything. They think that maybe he was so injured in the wreck uh, that he suffered a head injury and just wasn't thinking straight or maybe forgot, you know, yeah. didn't take his ID or anything with him. Um, so after two weeks, police announced that the official search for Bryce was being scaled back. They had sur- thoroughly searched the area where they thought Bryce could be but found nothing. They had no evidence pointing in any one direction and no idea if he was even alive or dead. Uh, he had has bright red hair and blue eyes. So people think that or the police thought he would probably stick out in a crowd. Police did receive a number of phone calls from people who thought they had seen him, but none of those claims were able to be uh, backed up. Uh there is no answer to this day of what happened to Bryce. Um I mean it's pretty likely he's not alive anymore. Seems yeah. You know, um or maybe I don't know sex trafficking if he was
1: at got to the truck stop, I mean.
0: Uh, all of his information has been entered into the national missing person database. So, you know, if anything would come up, like you would, if they found a body, so many cameras
1: nowadays everywhere. Yeah, fear he'd be spotted somewhere if he was still alive.
0: Uh, yeah, so it's it's just so strange to me that he's just kind of like hanging out. Something happened in his brain. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know what
0: they didn't find any drugs
1: on him. Able to pass, I mean, this field sobriety test, they can be pretty tricky. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm over for one. I've heard. I'm over for one. I've heard a,
0: th- I've heard a thing or two about him. About him. I'm over for one. Well, yeah, uh, Price is better than me. Look at him. You know what happened to him? You think? Yeah, yeah. So, so what, does watch, that, what, what does that? What does that, that tell you, you? officers? Yeah. Officer? Huh? Uh That's crazy. Yeah. So wow, he may still be out there. Uh, you know. In California. Uh, Maybe there was some shit going on that nobody knows I about mean, his life. Like The Unabomber
1: just disappeared, and no one really heard from him until everyone heard until from everyone him. everyone heard from him. Yeah.
0: It'll be a very interesting story of, you know, uh, just a very weird behavior like that. So we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back with our second story this episode, and then we'll uh, get into some, some shenanigans yeah, I after can't that. Wait. So we'll be right back.
1: Can't wait. I'm ready. Okay.
0: Sorry, I didn't I'm mean fucking to. ready. Jesus.
1: Fuck. Are you ready? Yeah, man. When I'm ready to get this shit going, we gotta get this shit going. Are you sure, you're ready. I then? don't want to be sitting around wasting all this juice.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. sorry that the juice. There's
1: was- <laughs> juice all over ah. your room now. That's on you. The juice is on you. Juice
0: all over that chair. <laughs> all right. All right, we're, we're back. back. Joel Joel juice on a chair. Uh, Joel juice coming soon. (laughs) Uh, Tastes like something. Tastes like good boys. Uh, So anyways, our second story is uh, sort of a follow-up to a story that we've done previously. All right. It was a story that you presented. I did? You did. Uh, I don't think I've ever presented a story. One of our... uh, Still want one of my favorite episodes we've done. The meat cute the No, that's oh. definitely that's definitely way up there.
1: Man, I'm so disappointed now. Nothing can bring me
0: back. That is way up there. Now, this one is about uh, I'm ruined. that dude that, that deserved, that deserved to fucking, fucking die. And oh, did. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Ken Rex McElroy. Ken Rex
1: McElroy. That's his yeah. name. So, uh... What about old Ken? He still yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, okay. He's still dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still real dead. Man, so, what if he wasn't? We're not quite talking about him. We're going to be talking about the, uh town that he's from well, okay things. but a uh, quick little like catch up on the Ken Rex McElroy thing uh-huh um you know he was just a real piece of shit yeah I remember yeah he like didn't
1: he like a shoot a shop owner or something like that Yeah, and, like no. shot an old man yeah pulled uh, guns on other people it was just just kind of he, a prick uh,
0: constantly stole from local farmers and yeah. businesses uh assaulted people at will um, he took women and girls that he found attractive, uh, someone as young as... Oh, yeah, as he had that real young wife. Yeah. Uh, oh. To add to his family. Fuck that guy. He had multiple wives uh-huh. all at once, you know. Um, why? He had, like, a legal stronghold over everyone because, like, no one would press charges because he had connections with the mob. Yeah. Through his lawyer. Uh, intense harassment campaigns that included stalking, shootings, killings of pets, and arson... Even the police in the town feared him. So, uh, one day, uh, the whole fucking town seems to get together, and they decide they're going to kill him. <laughs> so, in broad goddamn daylight uh remember he gets into his truck yep and his wife's said like three bullets or something uh, yeah, like, like, like that from three different angles yeah
1: three different guns yeah, and he yeah just gets
0: lit up yep so the wife's fine she you know they don't uh-huh but no, but so there's over 50 witnesses to this <laughs> middle of the day to this murder yeah it's, there's a broad TV. daylight uh, yeah it was a dead in, or is it just called broad daylight i don't know but yeah you guys can watch that uh but yeah, f- over fifty witnesses. Or listen not, to our episode about it. Yeah, yeah. Go back and check out. It's a really our good Rex wrestling Macaray. podcast. Uh, no, to this day, not a single citizen has ever uh, agreed to speak about it. Yeah, they refused to give up any information. No one was ever arrested for this. So this was in the small town of Skidmore, Missouri. Skidmore. Yeah. Uh, It's, like, last week we talked about the uh, little small town uh, in Australia that only had 12 people in it. So this one isn't quite that small. Uh, The latest estimate is about a population of 250. Okay. So a little more of a normal small town, not 13 or 12 people. So the houses are very cheap. because. Still, 50
1: witnesses, that's what we, at the time, that's like 25% of the population (laughs) was there to see this.
0: Uh, A quarter. So houses are really cheap. Cause no one wants to live this, in this place. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, there's not a lot going on in Skidmore, Missouri. Uh, crime rates are very low, but whenever there is violence in this area, it is fucking crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Kenrax McElroy is what made it famous and put it on the map, you know, uh, when this all went down, kind of made national news. It was a pretty big story, made-for-TV movie, you know, yeah, all the shit. I found uh, it. An Unsolved Mysteries episode, I think, or not Unsolved, unsolved but one of those shows. Well, it is an Unsolved
1: Mysteries, but yeah, so it, it could unsolved. have been, yeah. Maybe it was. So, so there for a little
0: while, the town, little town of Skidmore uh, was pretty popular. Uh, several books were written about this story. Tons of news reports. A TV movie, like I said. So then for about the next 20 years, uh, kind of went back to normal. Press got quiet. Nobody really gave a shit about the town anymore. <laughs> Uh, and, and the, the citizens, the citizens the that kind fuck of... Fuck you, Skidmore! Uh, the, the, the citizens the that had lived there, or had lived there, there all, were kind of drifting away. Uh, uh, and then, in the year 2000... In the year 2000... Thank you. I was very... Actually, I was actually reading that. I was hoping. Uh... In the year
1: 2000...
0: That was awful. <laughs> there was the brutal killing of Wendy Gillenwater. in Skidmore. <clears> so, <clears throat> so reportedly, she was stomped to death by her boyfriend. Oh, God. Um, some people on the internet have found evidence that she was actually, not only was she stomped, but she wasn't stomped to death. She was actually stomped and then hung from the back of this dude's car and then driven around Skidmore until she was dead. This uh, isn't a good story. So, I mean... This fort- is not
1: feel-good, is it? <clears throat> no. Okay. Uh, fortunately,
0: he's serving life in jail, so I mean, at least All he right. got... Uh, then, on December 16th, 2004, 23-year-old Bobby Joe Stinnett was discovered by her mother, who told 911 operators that she looked like her stomach had exploded. Uh, Alien? She was pronounced dead, and uh, along with some of the other missing valuables... Was the uh, baby that had been in her womb? Oh, so, so the baby, baby was found alive and well. That's
1: crazy that, that it's usually women that do that, mm-hmm. but that's fucking crazy, man. That you could cut open a human being and, and take, take their baby and just be like, This is my baby now. Yeah. Uh, uh, the woman who. Fuck, dude, people are so fucked up. Is this what this story is about? People are capable of stomping someone to death. And fucking
0: cutting the baby out of a lady. It's this fucking town. This is a feel good. Uh, a woman named Lisa Montgomery. Shut it down. Was Shut found, all of Skidmore down. She was found with a baby. The police got the newborn back. Uh, you know, and it went back to its rightful family. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the mom died. Did you say? I mean, oh yeah, mom's okay, dead. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So the family, Lisa's family, she's the one that did this. Yeah. When the family find out, they are shocked and all this because they were actually like, uh, this was this would have been Lisa's fifth child. Uh, they thought that she was she'd given birth. That's what they told. She told them. So she had she, they, they thought she was
1: pregnant. Then. Yeah. So she'd been lying the lived, whole time. Yeah. She was just getting fat and are you know probably I don't know maybe I'm not saying anything. Well, she so.
0: Who knows if she did this or not, like more than once or not, because uh, nine years before this, she got tubal ligation, which, I mean, I guess that's when they say tube tied. Yeah. They got their tubes tied. Um, in those nine years, she had told the family multiple times that she'd been pregnant and had a baby. So, of the five babies that these, this family thought she had... Yeah. I mean, can't they test them? And... Any, well, who knows if most of them are even existed? Yeah. okay, You know, but who the... F- so, damn Skidmore. uh, so yeah, she had come into contact with the uh, Bobby Joe Stinton online, um, under the guise of purchasing a terrier from her because Stinton was a dog breeder. Um, once Lisa got there, uh, to you know do this transaction, she just began strangling the mother to be, uh, until she was dead.
1: God damn,
0: clumps of uh, Lisa Montgomery's hair was found in Bobby Joe's hands. Uh, her blood was all over the scene, like, so it was pretty easy to figure out she did it. Yeah, um, she had the baby, so she is as of now scheduled to be the third women, third woman in American history to be executed by the federal government. So equal rights.
1: Yeah, I mean, you do um, something like that. I, I mean, I don't know. We've talked about this before, if, you know, about support or non-support of the death penalty, but. Yeah. I wouldn't cry too much if she got killed, yeah, I mean, just go for it. That seems pretty
0: brutal, yeah, but, but yeah, if you can cut a human baby out of a human body, yeah, that's alive, yeah that before you killed it,
1: and when you're strangling the mom, that's strangling the baby too,
0: and then you're like somehow like you're thinking that you're gonna be able to go on through life, yeah with, with this baby, baby, and like you're not yeah. ever once well, how supposed you have
1: the baby at all, uh is it another? dead lady? <laughs> It was in another town. You wouldn't know it.
0: Uh, then in, there's more. That's why they call us kid more. Right. Fuck. Uh, so then, um, on April 11th, 2001, Branson, uh, Branson Perry, who was actually a cousin of Bobby Joe Stennett disappeared straight up vanished into thin air. Uh, he was a pretty normal 20-year-old. He was at his father's house helping him clean the house up. Um, or he was at his father's house cleaning the house up because his father was coming back from the hospital that day. He's a good boy. Yeah, he would went out the door to put some jumper cables in the garage just a few yards away and was never seen from again. What uh, the fuck? No one saw him go anywhere or be abducted. Uh, his friend Gina was in the house cleaning with him. Um, there were two guys next door. Uh, working on, um, or two two guys out front working on his dad's car. Uh, they remember seeing him come out. He was there one minute, gone the next. Uh, never been seen since. No clues left behind. No leads in the case. Uh, the jumper cables that he went out to grab were, weren't found until two weeks later. Uh, when they were suddenly just laying right there in plain sight on the property. Uh even though all of Skidmore, pretty much, the entire fucking town had came together to comb the area, didn't see the jumper cables then. Wow. Two weeks later, there they are. Um, there's been a ton of excavations nearby to see if you know somebody killed them and put them in a shallow grave. Yeah. There's nothing. Uh, basically, basically, he never existed. 20 years ago, just gone. <clears throat> well, this was... Yeah, 2001. 2001 yeah. God, that 2001 was 20 yeah, years dude. ago. Yeah, <laughs> dude! Oh, geez. And all the rest of that... The, the
1: last story, you just told nothing. None of that bothered you. Like, he was stomped to death. She was cut open. But, like, 2001 being 20 years ago. Uh, and you just break down. I'm,
0: I'm dying tomorrow. I'll <laughs> uh, we'll get this trio. posted first. Um... Some, uh, Gina Damn, who was there man. that day. So um, maybe,
1: maybe someone took them, tied mm-hmm. them up with the jumper cables, had them a location for two weeks, but then, may- but still, they, I don't know. Cause I've, well, I'm sure they would have checked the jumper cables for.
0: So your theory would maybe hold up with what Gina's suggesting, because she said that the only thing she can think of is that like her and, um, uh, Bronson. Uh, Branson, Branson. Branson Uh They had just kind of started getting into drugs a little bit uh-huh. like, you know, Just started dipping their toes into the water uh, And she thinks that he might have gotten into some shit With some drug dealers Um. So maybe he, goes, maybe he goes leaves leaves out that day Yeah. They grab him He owes them money Or has done something Yeah. They. He has the jumper cables They fucking tie him up with those Take him somewhere Why would they bring him that's so weird. They maybe they're just trying to... Kind of like a little fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Um, his dad explained that a few weeks before uh, he had went missing, he had been violated by a neighbor. Apparently, he was... This is crazy, if true. Uh, he apparently had been drugged and assaulted by a man named Jason Bierman. Um, and, I mean, that's there's a good fucking chance that that dude would kidnap you I guess. Yeah. Um
1: Then there was you another might decide theory. to press
0: charges or something. There was another theory uh it involved a minister named Jack Wayne Roberts. He was arrested in April 2003 after he had botched an amateur sex reassignment surgery. Botch job. In a hotel room. Uh they also If found, you're going to have that, good a hospital. Yeah. I think any surgery
1: my stance on surgery is do it in a They'll hospital. Do it in a hotel room. No. Yeah. Not for anything.
0: <laughs> uh, when they busted uh, old Jack Wayne, uh-huh. uh, they found child porn. Um, he had, uh, then on the computer, there was like, he'd been visiting like really g- gross, disgusting message boards uh, that were Fox about like News. sadistic stories, of oh. extreme sexual assault. Um, one involved a young male hitchhiker who matched uh, Branson Perry's description. Uh, Roberts denies any and all involvement in the disappearance of this kid, uh, swore that everything he looked at on the internet was just fantasy. Um, he's never proven to be connected to this, but he is serving 30 years in prison right now. Um, then, uh, uh, so Skidmore, um, the bizarre violence of Skidmore is reflective of the entire county that it sits in. Yeah. Called Nottaway. Uh. Talbot brothers in 1880 were hanged for the murder of their father, um, despite the fact that the victims Who didn't bore, kill their
1: father in 1880.
0: Well, his, their father swears to his dying breath that it were it was his political enemies that did it. So oh. he tries to blame other people. You know, uh, there was a dude named Hez Rasco who murders Hez? Hez, H-E-Z. That's a good name. In 1910, he murders an entire family of four. That's burns, not a good name. <laughs> burns the house down with the bodies inside of it. Uh, in 17, or 1974, Benny Kemper, uh, he kills four members of the same family, burns the house down. There was William Taylor in 1994, whose wife, Deborah, uh, was initially thought to be killed in a farming accident. It, it was, was like later discovered that William had lured her to the de- her death by uh, killing the family cat Aww. and propping it up under the piece of farm equipment, urging his wife to try and get the pet out from under it. Only no. Don't r- fucking no running over her with it. Running her over with it and killing it. Like then, that's clever shit, but that is <laughs> fucking dark. Then there was Lloyd <laughs> Jeffries Fuck <who, But> there's <laughs> Who at age seventy-one? You're killing me. May, may be the most elderly spree killer ever. He uh, fired at members of a monastery, killing a monk and a priest, and injuring many others. Uh, all the victims were in their sixties and seventies. Um, there was no reasoning whatsoever as to why he chose that; like he had no agenda for it. Yeah. 2013. <laughs> Business owner Steve Parsons convicted of sexually assaulting a 14-year-old. Minutes later, he's convulsing on the floor of the courtroom and died shortly after. Oh, poison. Turns out he had cyanide capsule. Oh, oh, he poisoned himself. A little bit dramatic, Steve. uh, I don't know
1: what his name was. Was Then there is a
0: bunch of different stories of uh, not only was uh, Earl... um, Douchebag asshole that got Rex. Got murdered. Rex.
1: Macklemore.
0: Not only was uh, he killed by, like, you know, a yeah. mob of people, uh, the whole mob thing, like a group of people just murdering somebody or whatever, like, uh-huh. anti justice, that's been a reoccurring theme in that area. Uh, uh, like, well, Missouri's wild. As well as uh, honor killings and uh, honor killings? Honor killings. Like, yeah. Like, you. You dishonored me, so now you must die. Yeah. Or like you know, like if someone
1: called me Joe, yes, Grant, they're like Joe Grant, like I, you motherfucker, <laughs> they gotta die. You get put some respect on my name. So,
0: so yeah, man, Skidmore, Missouri. Let's go. Stay, Stay the fuck, fuck out of there. Oh, it, it's not good I mean, there. I'm fine with it, but <laughs> yeah, I'll go. It sounds like murder's legal. So,
1: so we, we could just man stomped, cut out, fucking all that crazy shit. Yeah, damn. So,
0: uh, Who knew that like the fucking dude that I mean he was. <laughs> That was not your best feel good. He was born to be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Oh, Rex. All right. So, uh, by the way, we will not have a new episode next week. Uh, it is Thanksgiving time, and there's too much shit going on, so we're not even going to try it. But we'll be back uh, December first. Yeah, or no, December second. Whatever
1: Wednesday or Thursday, one of those days. Yeah, Wednesday or Sometime Thursday is when December. you'll hear this,
0: these shows. Yeah. So Friday, yeah.
1: December third, I'm back at the Busy Bee. With you Chris got, Seamer, uh, Chris who, what's Seamer that from uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a real good one. Uh, you had a fun, fun show, show that night. Yeah,
0: that's right. We At went to comedy. Uh, the moose. The moose.
1: Yeah, we set the game of billiards back a good twenty years. Easily. That was awful. I'm kind of
0: surprised we got rid of all the balls. I though. think
1: two blind people could have played a better game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we weren't good. Nope. No. no. We had, uh, but you came and supported my comedy dream. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a moose. It was a fun, fun show. Yeah, you're a Moose. I introduced you well, from the crowd. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got you got your drinks bought for you. Well, you did too. I got my food bought for me. Old Wayne. Oh, he not get your drink for you. I, yeah, I guess I man, oh, it's okay, got like yeah. a Coke or something. Yeah, yeah good, good people. Too. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah,
0: like well, they gave me the first drink I ordered for free because I was a member. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, then I go up to get my second drink. And Wayne, old Wayne pays for it
1: twice.
0: Good dude, good yeah. dude. So, yeah, uh, it was a fun show, though. Talked a lot during the comedy, <laughs> he, did but he did. But that, like, the whole crowd were people from the Moves. Yeah. And they all know each other. Yeah, they're all like, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like you kind of have to just roll with that yeah. in that case. Luckily, he, he didn't do it for me, luckily. Just right. once. Just where he named some guy. Yeah. So, so Rob
1: did really good, and it was fun.
0: Uh, there was an old guy directly in front of me uh-huh. that was, like, very... Uh, uh, just seemed very. He was right
1: beside me, and I couldn't really tell how he was reacting. White but. hair. Yeah. Uh,
0: he didn't seem uptight, but he definitely like was you know, good Christian man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and so some of your stuff, stuff, I look, I would look over at him as you would say it. My know? stuff, at like so of, we. Well, you're talking about, like, you know, coming in, coming in the cab. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got the joke about coming in socks and all that, and you got. Yeah, like, I don't say I come in a cab. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> i not paraphr- like that was the tightest cat I've ever come in. I was paraphrasing. Yeah, uh, you have the, you have, the, you know, you just you talk about like jerking off a lot. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> you do
1: <laughs> twice, two or three times.
0: like <laughs> a twenty-minute set. Not a lot. Anyways, every time you would say that, I kind of look over that guy. He just he would just go, oh, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't he didn't laugh. He wasn't mad about oh, it. He, he was, did not think I was a good boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> not a good boy. Oh so, boy. So yeah, he just uh, you know, he he wasn't holding your uh <laughs> he wasn't holding your heathen ways against you. Yeah. He was just, you know. Yep. Probably mean I said little perfect. Whatever I felt when I sat right beside him afterwards and uh, I hugged him a
1: lot. I mean, I yeah. just I kept yeah, put him. an arm around him. Yep. I was like, here's your I masturbate with. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get in <laughs> here, you old son of a bitch. Let me tell you about boots or socks yeah. or it was, I came in. Alright, <laughs> All right, uh right. that's fun though. We went. Yeah. We yeah, went. It was a good time. Good time. So I think we'll try to get one. I thought it'd be cool to try to get a show uh here at this moose in town. Let's do it. Yeah. So we'll set up a comedy show. Yeah. Uh so what's going on? Uh you got some uh we did this last week. Yeah. What do we uh, call it? Words. Song speak. Song speak. And uh, you went three for five last week. And uh-huh. what you do, Uh so Joel's, get, how many songs you got? Five. So you got five songs. Yep. You're going to read the lyrics, just like, just a portion, a part of the lyrics. Yeah. A little sampling. A little sample. You're just going to read it like a normal thing you're reading. Sure. And then I'm going to try to have to guess. I'll,
1: I'll go back into my other persona. I'm going to read them in that one. Okay. It's really dry, monotone. And I need to try to guess. I, guess. I did these what for the Mike, is. and he went four for five. Okay. So I think I went too easy.
0: All right, we'll see. I like that.
1: How can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy it's who laughs at a week funeral. Week,
0: man, bare, bare naked lady. One Can't week.
1: understand what I mean. Well, you soon will. Yeah. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of taking off my shirt. Good song. One week. Bush, Very Glycerin. <laughs> no, no, it was Glycerin by Bush.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Oh for 1.
0: Oh, fuck, okay.
1: <laughs> no, you got that one. It really was. This one is Glycerin by Bush. Okay, all right, cool. I feel I've, I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release me. You're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way, but that don't mean I'm going to give it away, baby, 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 baby. (laughs)
0: That's it. it
1: I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release me you're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way but that don't mean i'm gonna give it away baby 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 baby
0: baby baby is it baby <laughs> by justin Bieber? no am i gonna be really mad when you tell me what this is i don't think you'll be really mad Genie in a Bottle, Christine Aguilera. Oh, I got trying to think of a Britney, Britney Spears song <laughs> that it was, but I couldn't think of any other than hit me one more time. Yeah, baby. Dude, that wasn't it. Baby. Genie in a Bottle. Yeah. Baby. Baby. Was that many babies?
1: Six of them. It was wow. three, and then three in parentheses. They were parentheses <laughs> okay. babies.
0: Okay.
1: So, so one, one for one for uh, two. two. Yep. You can tell your ma I moved to Arkansas. Or you can tell your dog to bite my leg, or tell your brother Cliff, whose fist can tell my lips. He never really liked me anyway.
0: That is one Billy Ray Cyrus (laughs) achy breaky heart.
1: Too easy. Too easy. I was.
0: That's how that I as soon as the. I you were like after I said said, you could tell mine. I was like ah I'm I'm in Arkansas. Fell out
1: go. Okay, here's the next one. I'll serve your ass like John McEnroe. If your girl steps up, I'm smacking the hoe. Where to your moms, I came to drop bombs. I got more rhymes than the Bible's got Psalms. Jump around. Yeah. Jump around. I'll I went way too fucking easy. Yeah, you did. All right, this is the last one. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday. No, I'm just kidding. That's I'm not really it. Out. It might well be. It might well be. This shit's fucking easy. Okay. Her mind is Tiffany twisted. She got the Mercedes Benz. She got a lot of pretty. Pretty boys. She calls friends. How they dance in the courtyard. Sweet summer sweat. Some dance to remember. Some dance to forget.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hotel California. Yeah, about fuck. If you wouldn't have the if you hadn't included the last oh, really? some dance to remember, some dance to forget. Yeah. If you wouldn't have included that, I wouldn't have got that one.
1: <laughs> best my best story about Hotel California, me and Mike were walking from his house just around our block or something. We we're probably like seventeen, he was nineteen, I don't know. We were stoned to shit. Yeah. But my dad and our uncles were on my porch. We all lived on the same street. Like playing the guitar, my dad was so drunk he couldn't remember the words <laughs> "Hotel California." So he was asking me and Mike, the two super stoked, and we were like, you know, like trying not to look too high, but yeah, we were pretty high. Yeah, but I still got all of "Hotel California." What's the weird uh, line in that?
0: Um, They're stabbing with their steely knives. Oh, stabbing with no, no they still can't kill the beast. Yeah. Uh warm smell of what is what? Cali dust. Warm smell of college Is that a colija? Khalid cal I don't know. Uh I've always wondered what the hell it was. Uh
1: The warm smell of, I always thought it was like college dust, like collegiate dust. Like from the US, USC football team. Warm smell of calidus
0: <laughs> rising up through Is that part air. of the female anatomy? I could never find it. I no, don't we, know. The female <laughs> the female anatomy is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, females are a myth so the term colitis is the first oh wait a minute so the term colitis is the first stanza of the song warm smell of colitis rising up through the air has been interpreted as a sexual slang or a reference to marijuana oh colitis means little tails in spanish <laughs> uh in mexican slang it refers to the buds of marijuana warmer smell of all right, so we're gonna say it's that so okay. colonitis. Warm smell of colonitis. Says <laughs> not collegiate dust. Uh, yeah. So right. it's just it's them so talking about it smells like some weed, man.
1: Weed you did really good. You got four for five. Yeah, but I did really bad because they were super easy. That was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I
0: said, if you would have if, the, if it hadn't been for
1: the last line of
0: that one, you would have got
1: me. Mike didn't get Christina Aguilera either, and he also guessed "Baby" by Justin Bieber. That's, I mean, you said "Baby" a lot. <laughs> <laughs> baby, so. baby, baby, baby. Baby,
0: baby, baby. Uh, I worked at Walmart uh, when that song was popular, Uh when it was the big hit. And I worked overnights on the inventory team in the back. So, like, you know, we heard the same fucking... Oh, yeah. Like, I I heard that song so goddamn much.
1: Remember how she went from that to, like, the Dirty song? Is that what that was called? Wanna get... Dirt hair And she was like oh, All gonna, like in the factory I was talking about Justin Bieber oh, oh okay yeah I'm like, sorry Yeah no
0: yeah She went from genie in a bottle To yeah Yeah where She's like all covered In like uh, mm-hmm. Yeah she, <laughs> I'm out of her She's an attractive lady <laughs> that I'll yeah. say it You okay you know I'll, I'll be the one To say it Be a good boy about it I'll be the first one <laughs> Ever, ever to say You know what She's, she, she's not bad She can she sing Yep She's got a voice on her Yep she got that Khali dust. <laughs> <That> Kale <Khalid> dust. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so like I said, uh we won't be we won't have an episode next week. We'll be back the week after that. Sorry, Smarsh. You're gonna have to go a week without us. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Joel's not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do something <with> your life. <laughs> he just <laughs> He just punched the hole in the wall. Ah oh, another hole uh so do all the things that we always ask you to do and you don't ever do it but it'd be cool if you did where you could you know give us a He's not bitter i'm not bitter it's fine it's, it's not that i see a bunch of other podcasts become yeah. very popular and um and you're
1: like what do they have that we don't have
0: you know they get to make money and do this somebody like i tweeted this a little bit ago but somebody please fucking cancel us yeah uh so we can make all money.
1: smurfs look the same to me
0: Fucking I hope that gets us <laughs> Cancel middle aged mediocre. Hashtag cancel ma'am. Yeah. Uh, because you know what would be great? We get canceled. We go on fucking Rogan uh-huh. and do some dumb goddamn. We can interview. watch him suck his own dick. Or he sucks his own dick. Uh huh. Then we both get the check marks next to our Twitter yeah. names. And then we just, the money rolls in. We'll get double check mark because we saw him suck his dick. Because we saw Joe Rogan <laughs> suck his dick. And he doesn't want that getting out. So he tries to pay you off. Yeah. Because he gets very upset when the news outlets lie about him. And we are. That's what he said. <laughs> he said it himself. We're essentially a news outlet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at this point. <laughs> so. We're more than just wrestling. Yeah. Spotify. Hey, we're not a wrestling <laughs> podcast, Spotify. Please change it. Yeah. Uh, we're using Anchor, which, Steve is your, Carino. which is your thing now. Yeah. So fix it. We have a good Anchor ad, Spotify. It's not Steve Carino. Steve Carino is an <laughs> upstanding, fine gentleman and a hell of a professional wrestler. Okay. This is why we aren't a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I can't stand that anymore. The slander. Oh my god, sorry. Don't miss- well, miss- use me. Uh when we come back on the first week of December, we will be back with a new episode of Real Crimes. <gasps> You're doing a real crime? You are, bud. You already said you would last episode. Me? It's on wax. <laughs> it's on wax? <laughs> yep. So I have to. So you got to. Fuck. So I'm not going to do a backup. Story. Okay. All right. I, so I'll have it. We're just going to free ball it. You know what I mean? Yep. I free ball
1: it every time I'm over here. <laughs>
0: That's what that is. <laughs> that noise, the war smell of the hangs in the air. <laughs> it's rising up. It's rising up. <laughs> All right. We're getting the fuck out of here. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. bye.